going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Live to Make podcast. Uh, I'm excited today because we've got a special guest, a uh, family member of mine, my, <laughs> my cousin Jorge. Um, yeah, uh, he's an awesome podcaster and what did you say, like beer enthusiast? And, oh, uh, God, don't, say, don't, don't put those words in my mouth. No, yeah, beer enthusiast is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, beer nerd. But yeah, I, I thought it'd be cool to have him on just because, number one, he's my cousin. He's fun to talk to. Um, number two is that he has his own successful podcast that's been going on for, what, five? Five years. Just over five, five years. years. Okay, cool. And um, I, I think what's cool about this, too, is that like I didn't really know much about podcasts back then. And I always kind of like saw some interest in it when I was watching like a few of yours. Like, I guess not, I wasn't even watching them. I was listening to them at, yeah, at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah, at that time. That's when podcasts were just purely audio, I think, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, there's been a huge shift to having video as a component to, to podcasting, and we're we're slowly heading that direction. Right. But we've been audio only the majority of our the majority of our career, right? But yeah, so like I feel like when I started watching and listening to yours, I kind of like got inspired to to kind of do the same for for myself and, and you know get Jamie involved as well. So I don't know. I think like it's just cool that you were kind of in the space when it was sort of like taken off before. You know, a lot of people were kind of doing it. Yeah, it's 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 weird. So when we first started, and let's get it out of the way, it's the Who Goes There podcast. Uh, we primarily do horror-related content, uh, movies, music, books, whatever. When we first started, there was a handful of them, and it was sort of it was sort of open country. And now there, everybody's got a, a friggin' horror podcast now, which is crazy to us because you know there's not to say that there's competition. But it's getting harder. It's getting harder to be successful in horror podcasting, which is a really strange thing. So you were there early. We were got there early. Yeah. Hopefully, that's a little bit of a help. It's yeah. You know, we've you know you find out how many podcasts you have in your player that you haven't listened to. Probably like twenty, (laughs) thirty that you don't listen to. Yeah. And so I think what happens is people just get bored, and so you kind of have to keep. You know, you have to keep your content fresh, and that's the most difficult thing for us. Yeah. Do you think uh, video aspect helps at all? Or do you think it's just another way to get views? For us? Yeah. Personally, I don't think that video has helped. Um, We have sort of lived and died by our audio content. And I think that when we introduced video, it really messed us up a little bit because we were speaking to the camera as opposed to speaking to each other which was right it was the heart of our show the heart has always been we're just buddies sitting around talking about movies Mm -hmm. and when we moved to video it became we're three guys talking to a camera and that was difficult for us to to process and so we we killed the video uh like six months ago now yeah and we've slowly been talking about bringing it back in. Really? Yeah, it's, it was it was it was kind of difficult for I us. I think even if it's like not something that maybe you think that there's like value in, I'm sure there is value in it in your head because you tried it. Yeah. But um, I think it's just another way for like some people are more visual. You know, they want to see the people that are talking. You know, they want. You know, some people will just kind of listen like in their in their car or whatever. But for me, I'm a little bit of both. I like to like have a tab open at work where I can see if they're talking about something on screen. I can kind of pull it up and look and be like, okay. But sometimes I actually want to see the way that that person's moving and kind of like their demeanor or whatever. Um, but a lot of times I'm, I'm minimized. But I can I I can understand that. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're we're just you know we're mostly three ugly dudes that talk about horror movies. So you know to us like we always like who'd want to see us right. like doing our show. 
Um, but I think I, I think the few times that we've done extra video content, it's always been pretty successful. Nice. Like we did that ridiculous uh, that one chip challenge. Oh yeah. And I was actually like sweating down my entire shirt, and it was you know people really <laughs> yeah like, like you uh, need to have that. the what pepper is that the. It was just, I think it was just a ghost pepper. Yeah. It, they basically, it's the one The Carolina chip, Reaper? The Carolina yeah. Reaper, that's yeah. it. And they've, cr- they grind up one pepper on each <laughs> chip and it was. That sounds so bad. It was one of the, it was one of those things where like you're doing it and you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Simultaneously though, you're like, this is the, the best this thing. This is the coolest yeah. thing I've ever done. How, so like, that was just out of like a curiosity of like, okay, how can we make the show a little bit more interesting and fun and like something that people or was it like what, what was the mindset behind that that actually I just wanted to do it yeah it, it, <laughs> it, it sort of started as a joke between uh, my co-host matt and i where i was like you know it'd be really funny if we did that one chip challenge on the show yeah and he was like yeah, yeah, yeah we, you know we'll, we'll get it you know we'll, we'll we'll pay for it whatever and we talked about it and talked about it and then like six months passed and you couldn't find the chips for sale anymore and it really bummed me out because like they were on eBay for like a hundred dollars a chip, and I was like, "Oh, dude, Jeez, we're not going to do that." That's wild. Well, we had we were lucky enough to have a listener who had friends, a friend who bought, they had this big coffin of the chips in it, like it came with like twelve chips. They did their they did the challenge with their friends, and they had four chips left over. And I was like, <laughs> "Can I buy those the extra ones?" And she was like, "I'll find out." And he was like, "Yeah, I'll sell them to you for regular cost." And I was like, "Yes." That's, That's awesome. Sweet. So your audience basically hooked it up. Yeah, they did. We we uh, we we got it to the audience members, which was really cool. That's awesome. So if you guys have any things that you want to provide, <laughs> just kidding. It was stupid. Send Matt. us anything. Yeah, it well, was dumb. It was one of those everything. things where you were. I was picking out pieces of chip from my teeth. Yeah, and instantly, like it was it amazing. It, back it was up again. it was hot hot again. Were you said you were like drooling and stuff. Like I it was, was drooling, snotting, uh, sweating, an Can absurd amount. Can you even say it tasted good? No, no, there is no taste. It's just, <laughs> it's just hot. hot. Yeah, taste. Is hot. that one on on YouTube? Can we that, see a little clip of that? That one, it's. Uh, is it on YouTube? I think it's on Dread Central's Facebook page. Okay. I, I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can rustle it up. Rustle it up. <laughs> but that sounds hilarious, man. We've been trying to figure out a way that we could do something like that on this show, like have some sort of uh, just like funny bit where we. Not necessarily just talking about like creative stuff, but like just doing something that could be a little bit like funny for the for the audience, funny for us, like maybe like a taste test thing or like a blindfold. Right. Test. Yeah. Like I don't know. It'd be interesting. <laughs> got some ideas. Start doing. Bits. We got some ideas. We just Comedy gotta, bits. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just stand like okay. You got ten seconds to give the, your best joke. We'll like set up like a comment, like a Jerry Seinfeld, like com like intro to Seinfeld looking <laughs> corner in this room, and then people have <laughs> to do a fifteen minute comical stand-up bit yeah you just have like a flashlight pointing in their yeah. face yeah, yeah. that'll be, that'll I, be I think they'll all be really comfortable doing that you have like one heckler that <laughs> is allowed to just kind of like say whatever they want just you, you, you have like to try to challenge that popcorn yeah yeah <laughs> you suck did you say boo or boo earns <laughs> well, that's a that's a bad simpsons joke sorry <laughs> so i had a question for you um since you're the podcast master uh yeah, yeah. master <laughs> Like if somebody wants to start a podcast like right now, like what would be some of the things that you would have to consider? Like what would you do? You know? the, the number one thing that people that people get wrong when they first start podcasting is audio quality. That's that th- that is the death stroke of most podcasts because uh, for me, the way I consume podcasts is I, I'm listening to like eight ten a day, and so 
if I run into a show that's got bad audio from the get go, I'm out. Yeah. I can't. I can't handle that. I can't handle. I can't handle. You know, s- stuff that is recorded in like an echoey room. Like yeah. if you, you know, it's just or any or anything like that. Anything. Anything that is bad audio, I'm out. It's a bad experience for your ears. Yeah. And then the second biggest thing is consistency. Like, if you're going to do a show and you want it to be successful, if you figure out if you're going to do bi-weekly, bi-monthly, weekly, monthly, whatever you're going to do, sure. just be consistent. I mean, because what happens is people lose interest like that yeah. in, a, in a heartbeat. And if you're not keeping, if you're not keeping people engaged... Um, it's, it's, you're gonna suffer. I think that's something that we need to. We need to, like we struggle with that. You know what I mean? Like we just started doing the podcast again. I think there was like probably like a four or five month gap. But you know, part of that is just like prioritizing. You know, and um, I think that more and more people are seeming to be interested. So you know, just like you said, just keep keep doing it. Maybe like a once a month or twice a month would be good. I mean, I I, I would even say that if you could, if you, if you could commit yourself to like saying once a month. Yeah. And doing once a month. And if you en- end up doing a little bit extra, yeah. more content on top of that, then I, you, you can't do bad. Right. It, you can yeah. only, it can only be good for the show. Yeah. I think for yeah. your, I think for you guys, I think that your biggest struggle is you have to find somebody to bring on if you're going to be talking about like different creatives. Because I think for you guys, like you do cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there's only so much the two of you can talk about cinematography and graphic design before, right. like, you know, well, you start feeling... Well, I think, like, it doesn't have to necessarily be that, like, like specific. It can be yeah, like, any, any creator, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, that's why, like, I feel like you're appropriate to bring on because you are essentially, like, a motivated individual that does this out of outside of their day job, basically. <laughs> like, you yeah. started this as, like, a side hustle and it became, like, a fun hobby and, you know, you spent the time and that's basically what this whole podcast is about. It's, like, passionate creators, yeah. Yeah. you know? We, we, it's not too hard to find people. I think it's finding the time for them to come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, sure. it's like, one, it, yeah. That's also, I mean, that's also the other thing is like f- just finding the time for three people to sit down is nearly impossible these days. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you saw, I just like walked in. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, we, so one, one, our third co-host, Chris just fell off the show a few months ago and just, he, his life just caught up to him. Like, yeah, it was working too much and. You know, he, he's got to keep his marriage together like we all, you know, we all do. And he just didn't have the time for him. Like, you know what? It's, it's, you can't, you can't be mad. Right. That's yeah. just what it is. What, what about your guests? Are they, are they coming to you a lot? Or, I mean, why don't you describe the format of the show? Yeah, so we, I mean, the show, the show has changed quite a bit in the last five years. We used to do, we used to focus a lot on getting guests like special you know special guests you know actors directors producers whatnot and we kind of felt like we couldn't be honest when they were on the show talking about films because like you know when you're when you're just talking with your buddies it's easy to it's easy to talk about things the second you bring on an actor or a director for us or for me mostly i i always felt like we lost a little integrity and we have really shifted away from that. So it's been it's been three co-hosts forever, and occasionally we'll have like a, a third, a fourth person come on. Uh, do you feel like you're like not being so subjective when they're on? Yeah. So you're like, 
oh yeah i love that because they loved it or you know like they had interest in it you're like yeah and and i don't think it's I, i don't think it's too inside baseball to talk about it because i mean it's our parent company is dread central which is one of top five horror websites uh awesome and we do run into issues where well they will have a sponsorship of a movie and we'll also be covering that same movie and it's hard for us to really say like okay well do we do we really say what we feel about this movie or do we temper it so what we've kind of been doing is just not covering those films it's it's really difficult for us because i i i can't go into the show I can't go into the show and feel like my integrity has been questioned. Yeah, for people listening, if you guys start changing the way that you do things, like I feel like it, yeah, it would be inauthentic mm-hmm. and like not cool to them. You know, people that have been following you for many years, like they're like, oh, I see what you're doing there. You're not really, you're not really being truthful to who right. you are as as a as a brand as as people that are you know delivering content that's you know what what you decided on. So. It's it's tough, dude. Because I, I I at the same time, I wanna I, I wanna be honest with people, but also there there is a certain amount of politickiness that happens in in horror. It's weird to say that, but um, so okay, so you guys sit down and you just kind of talk about horror movies. Like, yeah, we we, we, that, we generally what we do, and and we found that we found that there are some outliers, but there are some people that don't like the format of our show that'll give us like one star reviews on iTunes. And I go, well, why are you even listening to the show? Cause we, 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 we get reviews where they're like, well, it's just three idiots talking about movies, drinking beer. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did, yeah. did you not get, they did you it. not listen to the first two minutes? Like, yeah, they you, you it. figured it out. That's, that's our bit. So it's always been, you know, we've always been the type of, the type of hosts that were very upfront. We don't, there's not much that we leave on the table. Like the, you know, we, we do talk about our, daily lives there's you know 20 30 minutes of just catching up with us and i do think that we've fostered an audience that enjoys that content i don't think there's a lot of shows that can get away with it i i I don't because you know we we get it you know we get reviews and they're like well these these friggin' idiots like i wish they'd talk about the movie and it's like well give it a chance like you know just yeah get your way through 10 minutes of the show then we'll talk about the movie that's it. Yeah, we, we really want to. They, maybe they could skip. They could skip it. forward, yeah. right? Yeah. So That's we ba- we basically do a catch up, like a like a family catch up type deal. Then we talk about relevant horror news, and then we take a quick break and we go right back into talking about the movie. Um, we don't run any ads. Uh, we run strictly off of Patreon now, which is amazing that we can do yeah. that. So. Um, the show has actually started making us a little bit of money, which is really nice because. Nice. We've had in the last like year, we've had so much. It, it's <laughs> we've dumped so much money into it now. Like the Patreon was it? We were able to buy a laptop because of Patreon. Wow. Uh, we had I had to buy all new mics. You know, it was it, upgrading. It's, it's been really really nice. Do you feel um, with all this podcasting? Like, do you feel like a relationship with your audience? I mean, you mentioned that they sent you stuff every now and then, but like. What is that like? Yeah, even even beyond like you know, listeners will send us artwork and and whatnot. But even I mean, I've 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 said it before, and this is like my my number one benefit of doing the show is like when people will email me or like hit us up on Instagram. And they're like, "You guys got me through a really tough time in my life. 
you know, just listening and being part of like your family, like, so to speak, your internet family, uh, <laughs> has gotten me through a tough time and like, okay, that's it. That's why we do the show that, yep. that for me, that's it. Um, makes you keep doing it. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, that's basically it. Like the, the money that we make is, is cool, but we recycle it right back into the show. And I mean, we're not, we're not collecting a paycheck, you know, right. <laughs> it's not, it's not one of those things. Yeah, I mean, we're not making money doing this either. <laughs> I don't think we will. For Wait, you're not? Uh, He's getting uh, all the checks. You goofed. <laughs> told all the sponsors to send them to, my, to me. That's how you bought that new surfboard, dude. What the heck? Shh. <laughs> um, yeah, not at all. It's just fun. Okay, so I'll, here's a question for you. Since you've started this podcast, what what are some of the things that you feel that have like come of it other than like monetary things like that like what what value has it brought to your life i feel like you know like you have an audience now so it's like yeah i mean the 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 relationships that we've created through the show have always been really interesting to me like that we have people across the world that chat with us is still mind-blowing to me like we you know we've got we've got a kid He's not a kid anymore. He he was in high school when he first started listening to us, and he's in college now. And I was Whoa. like, you know, this kid named Dion, and he's just been he's been a great fan of ours since eighth grade, I think, something like that. He's in college now, and he's almost graduated. And I go, <laughs> so what? cool! Like, what the heck, man? It's crazy. Um, that that, and also, I mean, the horror community is pretty it, it's pretty tight knit. Yeah. So we've made a lot of good friends in the community. We've been you know we've been fortunate enough to to be in partnership with John Condit at Dread Central. And, and uh, that's been, that's been really a bonus for us, you know, and for those frights and pints events that we did, yeah, he would provide a lot of the giveaways so that we didn't what's, have to come out of what's pocket. What's the frights and pints? I mean, I've been to it, but for people that don't know. Yeah. We haven't done any one this year yet because we've just been incredibly busy, but our frights and pints nights, <laughs> uh, we basically, do sort of a mystery science theater 3000 style viewing of a movie where we all hang out at a bar and you know That's cool. watch a movie together and it's been really fun we've done what movies we've done a ton of them i yeah. mean we've done killer Clowns from outer space uh <laughs> let's see a, a couple of the peter jackson old peter jackson horror films which you probably yeah. haven't seen like bad taste and whatnot um yeah, that's that's a little bit that's a b- bit above like normal horror fan stuff. Um, yeah, I'm very baseline. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we we can talk about that. You know, see see if we can move you into more extreme stuff. <laughs> I'm definitely into that. <laughs> but but yeah, we've done a few charity events too, where we we work with uh, pinups or pitbulls to donate to their their uh, cause, which it's always been really fun. Those charity nights are super fun. That's uh, awesome that you're using your platform for stuff like that too. You know, like. It's very like selfless in a way. Like you're, you're giving back with the platform that you've built. You know what I mean? That yeah. I mean that's that's always been important to me. Is I, I think that I think that when you get any sort of notoriety and and I'm not not to say that we're we're famous. We're we're like Z level <laughs> internet like celebrities. That. Like you know we're we're bottom of the bottom. But I think that there's enough 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 of our listeners that we can make an impact in horror and that to me is kind of kind of interesting and you know the ability to make a small change in a huge community is kind of cool yeah man 
making waves. Yeah, you know, small little ripples, but do you guys ever I'll get like it. featured in other like other publications or other podcasts or any other like horror? Like, do people ever like take clips of your audio and like play it? Uh, not that I not that I've been aware of. I mean, we've we've got friends in other shows. Um, again, not to say that there's competition, but. There is a sense of like, well, you know, our show's better than theirs. Uh, we've had that since day one, yeah. and I've tried to temper that because it's 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 so easy to get into like, well, we're so much better than you know, we don't need to work anymore. But it's always a matter of like, you got to get Stay better. <laughs> you have to you have to improve your show. Um, but yeah, we've got friends that mention us on other shows, and you know, Matt has been a guest on a couple wrestling podcasts, which he's he's really into wrestling. <laughs> I'm not. That's not my bit. Um, I started another show with the guy who owns, uh, one of the guys who owns three punk brewery. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just really just the friends that I've made that I think have, has been the most, you know, most gratifying thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. For me, it's just like, I don't know. I just like being able to have conversations with people that do cool stuff and, that, I mean, like I said, I was, I was inspired by your podcast because mm-hmm. it's literally like you're doing what you want to do. Like you're having a conversation with your friends, like you're having some beers. You're just talking about topics that are interesting to you. And it's like you were going to probably do that anyways. So why not take it to the next level yep. and like share it with other people so that they can kind of, you know, reap the benefits of, of a relationship with cool people. You that's know? that's exactly how the show started. So Matt and I were at a baseball game, a Padre game, and... We were doing what we do. We were talking about horror films and you know and whatnot. And and he sort of goes, well, why don't we why don't we record this? And I go, for what? Like, who would listen to this crap? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know. Let's just let's just do it and and, and you know we figure it out. And it was it was it was kind of wild. So we had that conversation at the beginning of the game. By the end of the game, we had the email. We had bought the domain name for the for the show that we we named at the at the at the game and we had our first guest lined up like all within like a two hour three hour time time serious business well it was just like let's do it let's either do it and shut the hell up about it or you know yeah you know we're not going to talk about it anymore so that was yeah that was five years ago and it's it's it's, it's one of those ideas that you like cashed in on, basically. Like you, to like, a, a lot of, yeah, to an extent, right? Well, a lot of people have <laughs> ideas, and it's really easy to throw them out and like kind of like theorize with people and just kind of come up with them. But, but like, it's like the execution is like rare. That you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, and also, I mean, there's there there are stats that I think it's Podbean that's put out that like sixty five percent of podcasts don't get past episode five or something really? like that. And you know, they have listener they have listener stats that like. If you get, I think, 150 downloads per episode, like total, then your your stats are already better than 95% of all podcasts. Jeez. It's crazy. Like the amount of shows that are out there. It's it, well because anybody can do it. Anybody can. Oh yeah. Anybody can grab a mic, have a laptop, upload to iTunes, and you've got a show. So it just takes it takes a little bit of like desire to want to keep it going for sure at all successful yeah yeah i mean like i find it's challenging for sure like we don't have any crazy numbers on ours or anything but like i think that just showing up and doing it you get better you know make it more interesting for people that are listening um and just being consistent you know well i mean I've, i've kept an eye on your youtube channel dude i mean the stuff that you're putting out and the fact that you're not you know, it's not a dead channel. You're getting a ton of views, and I mean, that's that's 
You're already you're already more successful than most YouTube channels. I personally, oh, God. yeah, and you way. can use your platform. You're already good YouTube channel to do this. Yeah, and bump I mean, that, and that's what it's all about, man. I mean, just sharing, and it's still relevant. And like yeah. he said, I mean, you could always even if you only wanna, if we only want to do one a month, you can always do little yeah. things on the side right. to keep the consistency going, along with your tutorials and all that. Yeah. So I. I have a grasp of what you do for your day to day. I have no idea what you do. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I know you're I you're into videography, but like, what is yeah. what's your what's your day to day life like? It's never the same. <laughs> um, when I'm pretty much when I'm not shooting, I'm editing or doing pre production for a shoot. Um, so, little backstory: I'm freelance, but I work on retainer for a company called pure cinema okay downtown san diego and they do a lot of commercial work so i'm in there pretty much every day for one it's a cool office and for two they have me on retainer um so i'll do you know anything they need done um if we're editing that day i'll edit help them edit or uh you know if we have a shoot coming up i'll do pre-production with them like storyboarding scripting yeah um gear prepping um and I'm their DP, so I'm going to be shooting with, you know, and I'm creating, helping them create the story of this commercial or whatever it is. Um, but also I'm freelance outside of that, so I'll pick up my own work, whether that's, right now it's a lot of word of mouth, which is good, because mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. a lot of work with them and I want to do a lot of work with them. So whatever comes in is just a bonus. That's awesome. Um, so same thing, kind of. Um, I'm pretty much every day doing something video related. And he's um, damn good at it too. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's just a very long learning process of like it's like anything, dude. I mean, it's yeah. Like I looking back on my stuff back in the day was it's terrifying. <laughs> it's always weird. It's to just like stuff, it's just crazy, and it's like I see how much I still have to grow, and like i love it it's fun that's awesome yeah well because i mainly i wanted to i wanted to bring your thing in because i i know i don't necessarily want to skew this into like a horror episode but i knew we were gonna talk well (laughs) yeah and my so my whole upbringing has never been like i'm 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 not number one a horror fan i'm a film i like i like film oh nice and so i go into horror examining it as a, a, a fan of film not necessarily horror for sure the last like two three years we have seen a huge shift of dynamic in horror film like you've got movies like the witch hereditary get out all these that have all been that look incredible mm-hmm. and, and it's just you know i it's amazing to me that now Horror is starting to become a little bit more. What are they? What are they calling it? Like trendy post horror or something like that, where it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's it's something that has evolved past just regular horror. It's more like just great cinema. Like, I think that horror is becoming more. I don't want to say this word, but more pretentious. Okay. I don't mean that in a bad way. I love pretentious movies. I, I love <laughs> movies that are like glasses pushing up. You know, that's that's my whole bit. <laughs> Bernard from Westwood. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. And so I, I've noticed in the last couple few years that that shift has become, you know, more art, more art house horror. And 
I don't know, like, is it just because we've got production companies that are doing it? We've got Blumhouse, who first started sort of like this movement, and now, what is it, A24, which is, you know, has done a couple few things. Yeah, I like them. I mean, their their visual style is actually incredible. Like, oh, yeah. everything they do visually, it's like, you guys got it. You've got it it's handled. It's so good. And they do so many different genres really well. Um, I don't know. I think this might not answer your question, but I think it's because video equipment, video production is so cheap now. It's the cheapest it's ever been to produce a movie. And I think that a lot of people, um, by pretentious, do you mean like almost kind of crappy movies? No, 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 not at all. I, 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 when, I, I guess that's a meme more from my, from my show. Okay. I, I just mean more, more, instead of just being about scary stuff. Gotcha. There's actual, you know, there's actual character development and and, okay. and, and more attention. There's more depth to it. More I mean, yeah, more depth yeah. to it, more attention to filming and, and framing. And well, I think, uh, I mean, I think my answer is going to still kind of answer that, was that I think there's, it's still a very cheap time to make high-end movies. I mean, you can, you can make them on even an, uh, a great, you know, a $15,000 camera still has a great picture compared to what people used to shoot on. Right. And I think that that opens the door for a lot more people to make productions. And you have people that maybe wouldn't have had a chance before to hop on these productions. And there's more of them. Right. So there's more of a chance to... Maybe also, too, just like other movies like Ex Machina that are coming out. Like a little bit more. Like maybe that's not horror related. But I feel like those are a little bit deeper and there's a little bit more meaning. In like the Black Mirror stuff. Like there's a lot more like to those types of movies. To, so maybe people are like, oh, we could take this template and put it into a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I don't think you're wrong, dude. I, I, I What I do, what I'm seeing a lot more is that people are doing horror movies like sci-fi movies. And I think to me that's really interesting. Because my absolute favorite genre is horror sci-fi. So my favorite, 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 favorite movie or horror movie is Alien. Like, that's that's the best. It doesn't get any better. It's than pretty that solid. Me. It's, I mean, it's, it's an incredible film. I thought you were going to say, uh, what is it? Is it Jason in Space? No, <laughs> that's a good movie, though. That's, that's both. I, see, I also, I also enjoy movies like that. I'm not, you know, I don't strictly, like, I don't turn my nose up on, you know, on that sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, just to me, like heady horror, I think is like really, really smart. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't mean smart in like again in a pretentious way. Yeah. I just think, I just think that where the shift is going, where it's not just slashers and blood and guts. Like I think that yeah. stuff is so incredible to me. Where you can have subtle horror. Yeah. So you're excited about it then? Super excited. Yeah. I, I think it is just you know, the wide increase of productions that that are coming out and the productions that can be made at such a cheap budget. And, and I think there's just a lot more, and I think people are feeding off each other as well. I mean, that always happens. You know, you'll, you'll find somebody making this type of movie and you know, there's everything is just an inspiration off somebody else. It's all art is right. You're just like building off of other people's stuff that you've seen. So I think it's just, it's going to happen right now because that stuff's happening. People are seeing it. And I think the internet has allowed you know, communication to happen instantly. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you've got, you know, if you've got a tip or trick and you're willing to part ways with it, then it's yeah. easy to yeah. disseminate Schmo that has a, information. Has a script and he's like, I need to get it to this person. He might be able to get it to them faster and sell it. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's definitely, I, I think the internet, you can attribute a lot of it to that too. Like just 
the fact that you're able to get your information out. Like a, a kid can make a, a movie on his iPhone tomorrow, you know, and then <laughs> upload it and some producer can see it. And then all of a sudden you have a new movie, you know, so it's like. What, the, first, the, the first movie that we ever reviewed was called a film called The Battery. Um, and in fact, we, had, we got the director for an interview. Um, and that movie, was, that, that movie is one of our favorite films of all time. It was made for seen it. five thousand dollars. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Like it's it's basically the story of two guys that have survived the zombie apocalypse, and they are sort of friends. Like they're trying to like find out what their relationship is during this movie. What's great about it is it's not really a horror movie. It's a it's the story of two guys that kind of hate each other that learn to be friends. It's it's. I, I would definitely recommend yeah. it to anybody who is listening. The battery is fantastic. The battery, okay. Yeah. What uh? What year did that? We'll have to like out? list these out. Twenty twelve. What was it? Twenty twelve or twenty thirteen? Maybe list these out. Uh, underneath the battery. What so? What is it about that movie that is like really brilliant? I guess. Well, the director. So we we are sort of internet friends with the DP on that movie, this guy named Christian Stella. Really, really funny, really clever guy. And they have such an eye for making things, little little tiny moments in a movie seem huge. Like just, just there's one scene in the movie where one of the characters is listening to a CD player and dancing around. And on paper, it sounds crazy. Like, you know, you, you, you wouldn't want to watch a guy dancing around with a Walkman for two minutes. But because it's such a moment of catharsis in this movie, you're like, this is really brilliant and this is really effective. I just think those two guys, the director and the DP, have such a good relationship and they know their film style so well that it, it's, it's magic. Dude. I'm Every, watching uh, a little trailer right now. It looks like it's shot really well. It's um, yeah, it's wild. This is a wild movie. You know, it, at the very beginning, it said Dread Central. Dread Central had a quote there. Like reviewed it. Yep, that's interesting. Yeah, it was the, yeah. And then we've been we've been friends with the that the director of photography for you know the, the for a bit now. Yeah, it's a good it's a good film. It's not really all that bloody. It's not violent. It, it's a really slow paced little film, but it's man, it's it's really good. I feel like we just have to ask him now. Like, what is your Within the past couple of years, what are your couple of favorites? So in the last the last couple of few years, so recently a movie called Hereditary just came out. I don't oh, know if yeah, you guys I saw, saw it. I mean, amazing. So good. A twenty four, right? Yeah, it was an A twenty four joint. the The ending to me was one specific moment was kind of was kind of weak, like <laughs> where the body was sort of floating up to the treehouse. I I audibly laughed out loud. Dude, I heard that multiple times throughout that movie in the theater, and it was really distracting and weird because there was parts that I didn't think were people laughing. Yeah, there was a lot of people laughing actually. <laughs> so if, I, if I don't you, think people got it. If you haven't seen the movie, I probably I wish you have seen it or not. you have. Okay, then I don't want to talk about it because there's some there's some serious like spoilery stuff that if if it's spoiled for you, it takes all the weight out of it. Right. But there's one scene in particular which is not funny. But the way it's the way it happened, it, it I I'm sitting there and I go, well, I'm super uncomfortable, but this is actually kind of funny. Uh, so yeah, the Hereditary is incredible, one of my favorite films. What, uh, what makes a movie good like that? 
I guess. Like, what do you look for in movies? And sorry, I'm not trying to like. I still want to hear the other all. movies that you're recommending, but um, what do you look for? So I don't get scared anymore. I my my for 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 lack of a better term, like that muscle for me is like completely wasted away. There's no there's nothing that scares me anymore. To me, I I just love characters, man. I love characters that are done well. If characters are done well, the plot can be kind of a mess. The pacing can be kind of kind of a mess. Characters and sound. Those are the mm-hmm. two things that I, I, I clue in on real quick. If your sound is really bad, like if you have really bad ADR and horror movies are really, you know, <laughs> are, are really like the it's not it's not good. Bad ADR to me, I go, well, I'm out. This, this is a bad film now. I mean, it makes sense. You got a podcast, you know, all about. Sound well, so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one thing. It's it's, you know, to me, it's character, sound, plot, pacing, cinematography is somewhere in there. But I don't yeah. I don't discount a movie too, too much if they've got like if, you know, if, if they've what they're working with is, you know, they're not spending one hundred thousand dollars on a camera. Oh, of course. Audio is way more important. Actually, I think so. Anyway, no, it is. <laughs> and I and I think a lot of production people know that which is weird for a visual medium but yeah but it would be terrible like you said to watch something with bad synced Mm -hmm. horribly synced audio to someone's mouth (laughs) (laughs) come on that's like number one yeah hopefully our our audio is all right we'll be all right don't worry (laughs) we're we're still learning we're still learning but um yeah but i think you're right like characters are definitely like for me like a big part of it like they they carry you through the story you mm-hmm. know what i mean if you can't resonate and you can't like um you know have empathy for these characters and feel like you're part of it then like how is it a good story you know what i mean yeah that's why i mean not to get out of horror but like that's why lost was like one of my favorite shows because like i feel like the character I development in that yeah. show was just really brilliant and there's like weird smoke monsters and stuff and like stuff that maybe i'm like i don't know like i like the smoke monster but there's other aspects of that show that i was just like they not sold on they were dead it yeah. was it, 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 it see, can be weird right that's the thing about lost it was never about the supernatural stuff like right. to me it was never like okay where does the smoke monster come from what what's the donkey wheel doing i i, <laughs> I don't understand like what that was never is it. irrelevant in a way it is right it is because all, all i care about is like when when is jack gonna like when is jack gonna kiss kate Come on. <laughs> yeah. when is this gonna happen yeah, is this yeah. gonna happen um uh, you know you've been stitching him up since episode one what the hell yeah yep uh so yeah i mean it's it's and so many different types of characters in that too and just different cultures and different types of stories like yeah. you but couldn't get bored a lot of people hated it Right? Am I? The I ending, feel like a lot. Last, the last season and the ending, people really did. It did yeah, but not. do you really think they survived that plane crash? I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do well, we want to really. turn into a lost podcast? Because that might be interesting. <laughs> hey, I've read a lot. It was one of my favorite shows. A lot of fan theories. I, I, I've read what I. They, they weren't dead the whole time. Is that what, is that what you said? From my understanding, is that they died on impact, and that whole the whole series was them finding they had to find themselves or finish their their past lives before they're allowed to oh, enter to, that come church with it come to that church and then finally pass mm. see i don't i didn't see it that way i, I thought that everything happened happened oh, i read that and then when they i didn't get that oh okay yeah okay but then I like when they that. died on the island then they were ready to go to the church thing like basically like heaven you know so everything that happened actually happened. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but that was like what I took out of it. That's what I like about it is that you can kind of take your own meaning out of it. There's no like definitive thing. I think thing. that was one of the points.
So to continue the same thread, um, a few years ago, a movie called The Witch came out. I'm sure everybody's seen that. That's another fantastic art house horror. You know, one of the, one of the one of those movies. Um, the Witch. Uh, there's a little known movie called The Greasy Strangler, which is <laughs> as great. it as is as whole as it's as horrible as that sounds. Um, it's a bad movie, but like it's perfect. Yeah, it's one of those movies where you're watching it and you're like, "There's no way they're gonna." Sh- yeah, they're okay, they showed that. All right, cool. Uh, there's no way they're gonna. Nope. Yeah, they did it. Cool. It's gross. It's disgusting. The dialogue is a mess, but it is one of my favorite films that we've ever talked about on the show. Hmm. The Greasy Strangler. It sounds like it would have a lot of interesting topics. I highly recommend The Greasy Strangler. Okay. okay. Um, let's see. Be prepared to. Be prepared. It's not. It's not for the faint heart. Yeah, it is not for the faint to heart. love it. Yeah. You um, definitely have that like that interest in you, or, or that that part of you that can just laugh at some dumb yeah, stuff. You but. have to, man. <laughs> I see. I like, I like horror films that are meant to be bad. I don't like bad horror films. Like I know a lot of I know a lot of like horror, and you know even like some of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Like some of those are bad, and I don't really enjoy those. Like uh, I don't have a soft spot for eighties horror, like a lot of my contemporaries do um i i just want movies to be good or have a sense of humor like that's really it um let's see what else uh get out you've seen get out everybody's seen get out i mean as a first time well both of those it's john krasinski and uh peel was it peel uh well he did get out right yeah jordan both of those guys are are direct uh, horror directorial debuts and it's amazing like how you know they were able to create these films that are really freaking good like it's weird how like i guess it makes sense like somebody that is in front of the camera a lot they're part of the story they have to learn it they have to kind of like immerse themselves in the story like if you you're like the most uh qualified person to the then direct i feel like because you know the process a little bit more well and also a lot lot of actors go to directing also i think that I, i know they're not they're not directly related but comedy and horror are strange bedfellows man like the number one thing in comedy is timing, right? So, like, if you've got good timing, sure. you're going to be funny. Like, I, I think that's one of one of the one of the biggest things is timing in comedy. It's the same thing with horror. Like, oh, there's yeah. a lot of like tension build up, and then you know, yeah. and then you know, climax and denouement and all this sort of stuff. And I think that I think that the transition from comedy to horror is sort of like a natural progression for these guys, and they're killing it. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. both of those guys, yeah, amazing. Can't wait to see what they come I out. I think he has a, Peel has another movie coming out. I don't. He's got something else coming out. I, I, I don't think I it's did, horror. Though. I didn't do my research, and I I don't know that movie. But they already started the sequel. They already started the pre-production for the sequel of A Quiet Place. So, really? Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see where they go with that. A more a Watch more quiet that place out of theaters right now. You cannot. It's been out of theaters for a bit. It's in fact, I think it's on Blu-ray and VOD. I haven't okay. seen that one yet. It's a good one. It's a good one. Talk about a movie. Talk about a movie that relies on on soundscape. That is, it's huge and it's I amazing. Mean, if they had bad audio, that'd be so bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it would be really bad. Well, okay. So, like, do you ever see yourself maybe directing a horror film or anything? Nah, man. No, I don't. I. I, I <sighs> For as much as I talk about like cinematography and acting and plot, and I, I have no idea what goes into making a film. But like, would you want to tell a story? I guess like something that like you could think would be interesting. I know? would probably write a, a story before I, I, I did any sort of film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 
I think that my strong suit is probably more like the written language, mm -hmm. um, if I was to say any of it. Um, and I'd probably start with like short form horror. I think that would probably be where like I would be best at. Like no sleep Reddit. Stuff. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I, I have, and I don't want to like toot my own horn, but like m my thing has always been like I have kind of a good way with words. I'm not super, you know, I'm not super knowledgeable when it comes to many things, but I can I can handle a conversation sure. pretty adeptly. So then podcasting kind of came natural to you then. Nice word drop. Nice. <laughs> adapting. Adapting. Showing yeah. his word, yeah, Smith skills. <laughs> but yeah, so I think, you know, I think that maybe even a, a, a script for a short horror film would probably be something I'd be into. But again, it's so hard to write natural language, you know, and, and not come across corny. I feel like you should. So the, one of the directors at Pure Cinema has an idea for a thrill, short thriller he wants to do. And I feel like we should have you like analyze it before we make maybe shoot it and you can critique it hey, I'm like, way, I'm he's way a great he's a great writer um but like i think he's never he's definitely never done a, a thriller or a horror movie so i think Dude, input from someone that critiques it i mean i'm so a, consi a, a script consultant a horror film script consultant <laughs> that's super pretentious <laughs> yeah Put that on my friggin' resume. Check. Oh, that'd be cool though. Yeah, put that on your. Yeah, I think it'd be cool though if you like. I would definitely be up to checking that out, free of charge even. All right. <laughs> pay, pay you in beers. For sure. You can come to the private screening for free. There we go. I'm in. That's all I need. How do you deal with like on podcasting? Like, do you ever get in like lulls where like it's something just isn't interesting, or you're like, because I I know that for me, I'll have times where I'm like, I don't know what I should be talking about next. Not a lot. But that does occur sometimes. So I feel like for me, like starting this podcast with Jamie, like you have to kind of get that rhythm down after mm -hmm. a while. And you have to like learn how to like just be a good communicator, but also like how to, you know, sometimes you talk over other people or you have to kind of like suppress yourself. You know, you have to find that little flow. And I'm I'm learning a lot about it. So what, like what would you give advice for like that? Yeah, well, well, you know, when you're talking, it's interesting You talk about conversational flow specifically. I think that. I think that the biggest thing that like new podcasters, their, their, their problem is, is they're just waiting for their chance to say something yeah. instead of like really processing what the other person's saying. And I think that's, that's sort of difficult to change that because in your normal day to day, when you're talking to somebody, you're interrupting all the time. You're like, wait, 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 hold on. You're an idiot. Listen to what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. And I think the shift away from doing that but still keeping the conversation natural is probably the most difficult aspect of our show. Secondarily to that is to talk bad about something, super easy, right? To talk bad about a movie and be like, oh, I hated this movie. I hated everything about it. It's that simple. Like that's, you know, anybody can do that. To have opposing opinions on something is also easy. Like if I love the movie and you hated it, Simple. We, we can talk about, well, why did you like that? I don't understand. What's your, what's your problem? Talking intelligently about a movie that you both like, that has been the number one thing where we fail at. So really? Matt and I, we get into this thing where we're just like talking like, hmm, how, do I, how do I talk around this without being too vulgar? You, you, the problem is, is that when you have a movie that you both love, all you're doing is gushing about it. You're like, oh my gosh, did you see that scene? Yeah, and it was yeah. oh so good. And you know, and oh I feel man, like fanboys at that point. you're just fanboy. You never want out. to be the fanboy. And so the the balance that we had to strike between fanboying out and critiquing the movie, I don't even want to call us critics because we're not critics. So, you know, our opinion is worth nothing. Um, we're discussing movies. You know, 
to to an extent, right? Like we are we are we are critiquing the movie, but I wouldn't call us critics. You're not asking to be that. Um, no, I mean nobody should take us seriously. Come on, you're you just listen, doing what you if you listen to one episode of our show and you like what we're doing, we're not critiquing movies. Like that's that's the number one thing we're talking about. I'm sure. So that has been the number one problem that we've always had is talking about a movie that we're both positive on. Interesting. It's really difficult. You because you think you think you're like, oh, we're gonna have so much to talk about, and then ten minutes in, you're like, well, we talked about our favorite things. Now what? There's only so much you can say about something like how much you like it. Yeah. Then then it becomes like you're just dragging on, and it's yeah. like, well, why are you still talking about how much you love it? Like, yeah. Is there an angle? <laughs> yeah. What's your What's your point? It's like, well, I love this movie. Yeah. No shit. We 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 got it. Like, uh, we've understood that you like this movie. So when so when that happens, like, what are some things that you guys have found that work for you to kind of combat that you don't know you don't know yet <laughs> well not that we don't know but we'll what'll happen generally is we'll struggle through an episode and then at the end matt will sort of we'll look at each other and we'll be like that kind of sucked huh and he'll be like yeah that did i go okay we're scrapping it we'll just scrap it i, I mean we, uh, there's no amount of editing that you could do to a bad episode sure. to make it good i <laughs> yeah. uh, you know it'd be 10 minutes yeah. Yeah. do you leave some in that are maybe bad like maybe you didn't think it was your best but you kind of have those like ebbs and flows. Yeah, I mean, we do. We, we we had, I mean, I would say about a year ago, we had a run of about twenty episodes that I didn't feel were very good. Yeah. Um, and it was, we were having a little bit of sort of internal turmoil. Like one of our uh, Chris was was having some trouble with his family, and so it was it was that was leaking into the show a little bit. That our our outside stuff was leaking into the show a little bit. And it, you know, people were, were messaging me and like, what's going on? Are you guys all right? And we're like, yeah, we're, we're fine. Like, what's the big deal? Like, Chris is just, you know, Chris is going through some family stuff. Jorge's got a second kid. Yeah. Matt's going to school. Like, it's all of this personal stuff that was showing through on the show. Oh. And we didn't even realize it. Looking back, it's like, yeah, the, that handful of shows was kind of rough. Interesting. Yeah. Never thought about that. Guys, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, and, and you know, and and, and the, the fact of the matter is, we're always okay, right? Like none none of the stuff that happens in our lives is like if 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 we really weren't okay, we wouldn't be doing the show. Like if if Matt got to the point where he was like too stressed out to have the show in his life, I I cut it, dude. Because for me, the important bit is our friendship. Like Matt's, you know basically my best friend and so if the show ever came into like you know if it was like the show or our friendship the show would be dead i'd kill it in a second right yeah i mean if you don't have that that friendship first then the podcast doesn't exist yeah and we don't i mean and and i feel bad because we don't hang out nearly as much outside of the show as i would want but i've got basically zero time and, you know, and, and he's got a life that is difficult. He works overnights and there is very little hangout time. I think it's just cool, though, like that you guys do have your day jobs and you have your lives and your families and all this stuff. And you still find time to do something that you love. And I feel like that's a really great message. You know, like it's it's I, I my hat's off to you. You know, what I mean, like literally, like I feel like more people that are at home right now listening maybe or maybe not listening like there's people that aren't going for something that they probably should like something that would actually make them happy you know what i mean and so like that's and i keep kind of saying the same thing talking in circles but it's an inspiration man like i really think it's cool and i think more people need to try something you know i i would say 
because because podcasting has such a low barrier for entry, dude, get yourself a, a, a get yourself a little microphone, plug it up to your laptop, just talk about your day for you know twenty minutes. Like if if you feel like if you feel like you know anybody out there listening who probably is a creative person and probably like a graphic designer because if they're following Cody that's probably that's probably their bit right (laughs) there is nothing more satisfying than you know getting your thoughts out and having you know having just like a little bit of feedback on on something even if it's like hey you know I'm gonna send this to my cousin and he's gonna listen to 20 minutes of me rambling like and he's like oh like you know tell me more about this and then it could lead to something else dude if you like podcasting it's fun. You're not going to make any money. Uh, it's a lot of work for what it is. But at the end of the day, dude, I feel really proud of our show. I feel really proud of what we've made, the connections that we've had, you know, the friendships that we've created through the show. And so if the only thing I, you know, the last part of that bit that I can say is like, if you've got any inkling of doing a podcast, just freaking do it. Yeah. Do it on your phone. Like, yeah. you know, that's all you need. It doesn't have to be elaborate or yeah. intricate. For sure. Although I did say audio quality is the most important thing. Uh, (laughs) Which won't come from. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which will not come from your phone. But, you know, there's ways around that. And, you know, there's simple ways that you can get a real clean recording for a hundred bucks. Like if you you can spend, you know, a hundred bucks, you can get like a Zoom recorder and that'd be more than enough to get your, just get your thoughts out. And I think that's important. I completely agree, man. I mean, that's why we're doing this is number one, to learn. Number two, to inspire. Number three, I haven't thought of a number three, but, but <laughs> you know, to inspire, to inspire again, inspire again. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to like, like, do you want to like, uh, sort of tell people where they can find your podcast? Yeah. Like so, uh, we're on, on every social media. We're, we're basically on everything, uh, except for Tinder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically everything is, is who goes their podcast. Um, who goes their podcast.com is our main website. We're super active on Instagram. That's where we get, the majority of our interaction like people i think people like have basically left facebook for instagram um we'll see what the next what the next social media platform is but yeah everything everything is who goes our podcast um anything coming up any any fright nights frights and pints frights and pints is coming up soon we have had a little bit of a venue issue um the new owners of the ugly dog don't really feel like the movie night is worth their time and so we're trying to find a new place which is proving to be difficult um but we'll get that up and running again soon and the next one should be our charity night so it'll be pretty it'll be pretty awesome awesome. well we'll look forward to it man thanks for thanks for doing this yeah no problem thanks man appreciate it all right. Well, thanks for watching, guys. Um, I really appreciate the uh, the viewership, and let us know what you think about this uh, podcast in the comments. And we'll we're trying to be more regular about our uploads because I just learned from you that we need to be more consistent. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs>